everybody, Jeff Antoniak here. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. Thank you so much for tuning in. Well, on these videos, I wanna present information that I wish I had had 20, 30, however many years ago as I was trying to put this stuff together and make sense of the books and the teachers and the lessons and everything else I was getting. One of the things that freaked me out plenty was half diminished chords. A half diminished chord or a minor seven flat five chord. Um, maybe some of you came up in an era where kind of what there was was the back of a Jamie Abersold book. And Jamie and the, the people that were around him, Dan Hurley and Jerry Coker, those folks that were, and I'm forgetting plenty, David Baker, on and on, the folks that were inventing jazz education. We owe everything to them. We, all the current players and students and teachers, it all came from them. I will say, though, there was a pretty scary looking sheet in the back of, you know, those, those early Abersole books. It looked a little like the Unabomber had like written out his treaty in the back of that book. And this equaled that and this chord equaled that scale with a sharp this and a flat this. And I would sit down at the kitchen table and try to figure it out. And I would play those scales and it just sounded like a jumble to me. And uh, and I remember Half Diminished being one of the very difficult ones to make sense of. So I will say right now, if you haven't seen episode 49, uh, Digging Deeper 49, where I talk about minor two five ones, go back and look at that when you're done here, because that will give you a very good sense of the Half Diminished chord and how it functions, where we see it in the world. Where, where do we run across a Half Diminished chord in reality? Well, 98.5% of the time, it's going to be in a minor two, five, one. So that is when and how and why that video does a great job of explaining it for you. So what I wanna to do today is show you a cool little trick because for a lot of us adult amateur students, that's who I'm talking about. The folks out there, that's, those are the people I work with, those are the people I do summer camps for, those are the people I do workshops around the world for, adult amateur students. And I love getting you folks playing so much better than you ever imagined. So do we have a lot of half diminished licks? I would say most of us are gonna say no. Here's another question. Do we have any minor licks? Well, if we have any licks at all, they might be major or minor licks, right? So the idea of, is there some material we already know that can help us when we deal with this chord? The answer is yes. Your minor licks are gonna help you over a half diminished chord. And there's a cool little equivalency here. So let's look at it. I'm gonna put the sheet up. I'm happy to send you this sheet, by the way. So please write me at diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. I'll get this off to you. So let's look at what we're talking about here. So a half diminished chord uses that chord symbol, the little null sign, or we actually literally write it out minor seven flat five. And the chord tones, the way it's spelled is one flat three, flat five, flat seven. So that's a lot of nastiness. That's a lot of alterations from what we're used to. And it sounds like this. So that's the sound of a half diminished chord. So great, we wanna know what it sounds like for sure. Now we know how it's spelled. Well, here's what I wanna point out to you if you've never noticed this. Lurking inside that D minor seven flat five is an F minor chord. If we get rid of the root, we're left with F, A flat, C. Okay, that is a minor triad. Interesting. One way to think about this, perhaps, is that it's an F minor triad 
with a D in the bass. It's really an F minor triad with this other thing going on in the bass. Let's listen to that. That's our F minor triad. And now let me put the D in the bass. So that's kind of interesting when we notice that this scary looking D half diminished chord actually has something inside it that we sort of recognize, this F minor. And we could go into all sorts of theory and dominant chords and predominant chords and what, what goes where. We don't need to know that stuff. Take my word for it. Or look it up on Wikipedia, get yourself totally freaked out, come back here, take my word for it. That's probably how it'll go. Um, and by the way, I really have to give a shout out to uh, David. David from uh, Sweden has been a uh, digging deeper watcher for a good long time. He finally joined Jazzwire and, um, and he sent an amazing just sort of thank you quote. It's on one of the YouTube comments. He just kind of put it up there for you. And I want to share this with you guys because it's really talking about what you, I mean you, could be getting done. Look at David's experience and see if this might be interesting to you. So if that sounds like something you may want to be involved in, I would love for you to be involved in it. Visit jazzwire.net. If you use the code DIGGINGSPRING, you get 50% off your registration fee for joining us at Jazzwire. So uh, check that out. I'd love to work with you there because this is the kind of stuff we dig into. Yeah, you're getting a cool little hint here today, but how about the opportunity to work on this together on an ongoing basis? That's the kind of stuff we're talking about. Okay, so now um, let's look at this 2-5-1 progression. On the sheet, you can see item number four is just that, a 2-5-1 in the key of C minor. This is the typical place we would see a half diminished chord in the position of the two chord in a 2-5-1. You see this in so many songs that you play, jazz standards or uh, great American songbook, show tunes, Cole Porter tunes, things like that. So you're seeing item number four, but I want you to be thinking item number five. When you see that D half diminished chord, you could sort of make an equivalency of that F minor sound. So instead of D half diminished G7 C minor, you'll be thinking F minor G7 C minor. Let me play these for you on the piano and um, just so you can hear the difference. So that was the two of them back to back. And did they sound a little different? Yeah, they sounded a little different. There was a different bass note in there. Um, did it sound radically, dramatically different? Not to my ears. And the function was kind of correct, right? The D half diminished and the F minor serve a similar role. That's what we were talking about before. So 
if you've got some minor licks, and I know you do, if you have any any minor licks, so this is what you do. When you see a half diminished chord, you think, what is the third of that chord? Or what's a minor third above the root? So I have a D half diminished chord. I think, okay, F, F is that third. I can play licks in F. Now that translation may be a little much. That may be more overwhelming to you. But the alternative is learn some good half diminished licks. So whichever works for you. But for me, I love this idea of getting to use a bunch of my tools that I have for minor playing, right? A lot of my minor licks, the fact that I get to use them in other settings. We do that a lot. And that's what I was talking to you about earlier, about you may have these 50 unrelated things floating around in your head, talking about jazz and articulation and syncopation and dominant chords and tritone subs. They all start coming together when we have the opportunity to see the connection. So today I'm showing you a big connection. So let me do this. I'm gonna play a little bit and um, play the bottom four items on the sheet. And what those are, I just wrote out four good, simple F minor licks. I did put half diminished above them, but that first lick sounds like this. It's an F minor lick. So I hope you can see how that's one, two, flat, three, two, one. Damn, I can't sing. Um, in F minor. I'm not going to sing anymore, I promise. Don't turn the video off yet. I won't do that again, I swear. Okay, the next item. It's similar but different. Okay, the third item is from a couple videos back. It's sort of quoting a classic tune. minor lick. And the last one is sort of a neat enclosure around an F. You can play whatever F minor licks you like over this half diminished chord. And again, what's the point of all this? The point is a lot of my students, most of my students show up with not a great knowledge of what's going on with half diminished chords and they don't really have much to play over them and there's a lot of shucking and jiving going on over the half diminished chord. So here's an opportunity for you to take information you already have and repurpose it. That's pretty awesome. So what I'm gonna do is uh, loop this two, five, one progression. So the, the recording, my backing track's playing D half diminished, G7, C minor, C minor. Every time the D half diminished comes along, I'm gonna play an F minor lick. I am not remotely thinking D half diminished. And see if it sounds good to you. Here we go.
So there it was, a ton of F minor material. Every time that D half diminished seven came up, I played something in F minor. So this is just an amazing, cool little shortcut. And the idea is it takes the vocabulary you already have and you get to repurpose it. You don't need to learn new vocabulary. But of course it works the other way around. When you now learn a half diminished lick, you know that it also is going to function as a minor lick. It's pretty great stuff. So as I said, go back to video number 49 to get a real sense of where half diminished chords come from. Why do these things exist? Who said? Who said we need to play half diminished? Well, we talk about that. And uh, that, that video will definitely get you straight. And I really hope that uh, what David from Sweden had to say, I hope that made sense. I know I keep talking to you guys about Jazzwire, but I am so geeked out by the amazing progress and the way it's changing people's playing. People who thought they had plateaued 20 years ago are leaping ahead in their playing. I want that for you, and I want that for people you know. So please visit jazzwire.net. I would be thrilled to work with you there. And of course, I want you to leave comments about how this works for you. Is this an idea you were aware of? Are you aware of similar ideas, equivalencies between chords? And I'd really love for you to try this and let me know how it works. Let me know if this uh, opens things up for you. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, have a fantastic week. See you next time.